This is the WTRE Podcast with your hosts, Realtors, Aaron and Melody. Welcome to Real Estate. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Estate. This is Aaron. And today on the show, we have transaction coordinators Andressa DeLeon and Sarah Martinson. They are with Five Star Transactions in Houston, Texas. And we talk a little bit about what they do, how they can help your business, and they give some tips about how to get your business organized as a new agent. I hope you enjoy. All right. So, uh, Andressa, Sarah, you guys are transaction coordinators, five-star transactions out here in Katy? Yes. Yes. We're located um, in Katy. So when did you get started? Last year, around uh, March, actually. So around March? Been, yep. Yeah. Almost, it's been almost a year. How's business? It's great. We have um, about forty agents that we rotate through. Nice um, so far, and so and we're yeah, still we work well together, so it's fun. <laughs> it's lots of fun. That's to, great to do the not fun agent things that agents don't like to do. So. Yeah, I, I'm kind of strange. I guess I like doing some of that stuff. Yeah, I kind of get into it. I kind of I have to be. Uh, I don't know. I kind of get obsessive about that paperwork sometimes, where I'm like, no, it's got to be right, and I'm not. That's not my personality type at all. But I know that, so I overcompensate, and I'm like, I, I you know, and I, I focus on it, and I go through every line so many times that I'm like, this has to be right, you know, so, but I get it. Um, so were you both agents before? We are licensed agents, however, we we don't um, do business, yeah, I guess. Not in production. Apart. Exactly, we're not in production. Um, however, it helps us with our agents understanding the truck rules and laws and different things that you guys have to follow that helps us sure. help you follow them too. Sure. So. so were you ever in production? No, no. Ne- neither of us were. Neither. So we, I've had my license for just over two years. Um, and uh, we w- worked with a team actually. Uh-huh. Um, so I learned a lot in my first year and a half. Um, and that's, I realized that I wanted to be a transaction coordinator at that point. Yeah. Um, and uh I just needed some flexibility, and so now I work out of my house primarily. And Me too. Yeah, it's awesome, right? <laughs> I get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I get it. Yeah, we worked together on the same team, and so we were both back ends of the business. Yeah. Um, and she was in the position of a transaction coordinator. I was an executive assistant. Nice. Um, but, I, you know, we pretty much did the same thing. We worked together. Yeah. Um, and so and it happened. I think we went out to eat, and we're like, can we have the transaction coordinating business? Like, is that, is that such a thing? <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was uh, very strange for us, but once we built it out and went out there, it was super fun. Yeah. And you guys were with Signature originally? Yes. We're with Keller Williams Signature. Yes. Yeah. We're I still know, there. I know a lot of people over there. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So tell me what you do for your clients. Let's, your contract close, I guess, beginning to end. Yeah. Pretty Take much. Take me through the process that you guys handle for the, uh, the client. Yeah, so we do contract to close. We do listing coordination. Um, we'll set up your MLS for you, send out your paperwork, um, and then contract to close. Pretty much when you have a ex- executed contract, uh, we send it out to the lender, title company, the other agent, um, let your clients know where they are in the process, give them a nice timeline, um, and keep them up to date on the whole entire process and where the the communication and the back and forth. That's the main thing is the communication, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're an individual agent and you want to ha- be having that big production. Sometimes you forget stuff if you're going to show homes and meeting 
other buyers are, you know, having listing appointments that you're like, oh, I need to follow up with this third party date. I need to follow up with title. There's a POA. And that's what we built our business upon is that we want to make sure that everybody's in communication. So that's what we do. We're. Well, communication is key in this business. And the biggest hurdle that, that I encounter, you know, not, not to just knock a lot of other agents, but that communication, when that's lacking, you know, it is so hard to work with an agent that doesn't call you back. That isn't on top of their transaction the same way that you are. Right. It's a struggle. It is. And that's what we found out getting into the business that most agents are missing. And it's not because they don't want to communicate. It's because they're doing too many things right. in their business to be able to have that five-star communication. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of your suggestions? When, when we talked originally, you said that you had some ideas for kind of organization for new agents and kind of putting things together. Um, putting some systems into place, I guess, even if they weren't going to use a transaction coordinator... What are some of the systems that you suggest for a new agent? Um, yes, most definitely. First and outmost, I think, is outlining and being very detailed with your process and procedures. And what I mean by that is what what's next, right? So you met with a client, either being a buyer or seller, what's next? If you're working with a buyer, um, especially in Keller Williams, you have so many forms that your broker requires. When are you going to send those out? Who's sending those out? Um, if you're a listing agent, you got that listing agreement sign, who's putting your lockbox, your sign out, who, when is the pictures, do they need stager? You really need to write those down and mm-hmm. understand the process. Now, not every agent does it the same. So you might have a company that puts the sign and lockbox out and all you have to do is contact them right. versus someone else carries that in the back of their trunk, right? right. So you need to put that in process so you understand what's next and what's happening. And you make sure things don't get missed. So you follow that process each and every time yeah. that you are with a new client yeah. uh, so that you know that you, you check the box and nothing's getting dropped. Yeah, my first few, I, I'm the guy that drove around with all that stuff in my truck, <laughs> and um, I don't as much anymore. Yeah. I kind of learned the benefit to, to paying some other people to do some things for you. Leveraging to, it out, right? Yeah. 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 And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. When you're starting off, it's... You're leveraging your car out. It's holding all that stuff for you. Right. <laughs> so right. you don't have to, you know, go back and go back and forth. And especially if you go to a listing agreement and they sign that listing agreement, you're like, you know, I'm putting my sign out here and I'm working for you right now. Right. I'm starting marketing your home right now. Right. Um, so that's the benefit. And I think also with you putting those processes down, you make sure that every file is consistent. Right. That um, you're doing the same thing, even though. In real estate, not all transactions are the same, but you can do the same for seller A, B, and C that you did for D, even though they're in a different price point. Right, right. I think that I'm fortunate in my office that we do have a, a great compliance office and they really, you know, kind of keep us on track yeah, and yeah. make sure that everything is done perfectly and kind of stay on us and make sure that all those things are done. I don't You know. don't get in trouble. I don't know how she does it. I, I love her to death, but I don't know how she does it with over 350 agents and every single transaction that comes in, you know, every morning when I send something over to her, she's right back, you know, almost immediately that, oh yeah, this looks great. Or, oh, you missed a signature you know, a, yeah. an initial on this one or whatever yeah. it might be. I don't know how she does that for 370 agents now, yeah. something like that, but she does. So I don't think everybody has that resource though. 
because a lot of the uh, other agents that I've worked with that are with other brokers, you know, they s- kind of seem to be just kind of flying by the seat of their pants with nobody kind of double checking on this stuff. And that's got to be really, really tough for a brand new agent that doesn't really know the system yet. Those first couple, it's a learning experience. And if you don't have somebody to guide you through that, that's... It's you know, hard, yeah. It's hard. And I think that's what takes people out of the business, right? Because they start and they're excited and they think it's this fun thing. I'm going to go show homes and get contracts signed. And then you're like, what now? What, you know, that's exactly why we, um, we started this podcast. You know, my wife and I are a team. We, we work together. We're both agents. And, um, you know, that's kind of the thing that pops up. It's really funny that when you do get started and you go to real estate school, you learn the laws and the things that are important and you pass your exam and then you get out there, but you don't really know anything. You don't know how to do the job. Um, that's why I think it's so important to go with a great broker yes. that has training, training programs that are going to teach you the job because you don't learn the job in real estate school. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I think um, Keller Williams is, is great on that. No matter what office you go to, um, you know, and we, we don't only work with Keller Williams agents. Sure. We work with other brokers and you can tell the difference of, you know, and especially not just the broker itself, but the people in the other agents in that office are willing to help you and support you. And that's, that's it. You know, that, that's the whole thing is that, um, you know, I know, I mean, Keller Williams isn't probably the the right place for everyone and it's not where people are going to be forever. I don't know that that's where I'm going to be forever. You know, you don't know. Yeah. You go through brokerages, but when you're very first starting out, I think it's a great place to start because of the systems that are in place and the trainings that are in place, because those are invaluable. Right. You know, and the, the, the ding that you get a lot is that, um, we'll look at how much you're paying this and that, you know, you get what you pay for. Right. And and some of the ones that are reaching out to us for help with transactions that aren't with Keller Williams, um, we find ourselves being more of a mentor for them. Right. Um, and we're getting those text messages that, you know, I'm, I'm getting this back. Now what do I do? Right. And, and we're willing to walk them through that and, and teach them in a sense. Sure. Um, when they don't have that support. Um, but it, it is obvious um, that Keller Williams does a great job with that. Yeah. And I mean, just within the office, I know that when anything pops up, there are 20 people that I can go to yeah. that are all willing to jump up and help me. You know, there was a poor guy. I, I did a transaction in December with a guy that just, uh, you know, I, I, he was inexperienced. I don't know if he, I don't know if the support wasn't there with his brokerage or if he just wasn't utilizing it. It was probably more likely that. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if he was embarrassed to ask questions or whatever it might be, but when, you know, it's my listing and he's trying to bring me an offer and I have to go back through the one to four with him, you know, several times and go, Hey, you can't leave these blank or 12 B blank. You have yeah. to just put NA or whatever it might right. be. It's like, you, how do you not know that document yeah. Yeah. inside and out? You're not doing your job. And that's whether you, you know, whether you use a transaction coordinator or not. It's important for you to know. We have a lot of new agents that, you know, come to us and they're like, 
I just want to hire you. Just do it. And I'm like, no, we're going to do it together. Right. Because in the future, if you don't use me, um, you still need it. Like you said, you need to know this in and out. How are you going to explain this to your clients? That's the most important part. And I think that's the yeah. one thing is that don't be afraid to ask questions. Right. You've been in that position. We've been in that position of where course. we're like, what am I looking at? What do I put here? You know? Right. What do you usually say in this part? Um, so I think that's very important is always ask questions. If you yeah. see somebody that you look up to and you're like, Hey, I like their production. Let me see what they're doing different. Right. Um, and it might be hiring a transaction coordinator and leveraging it out. It might be their systems they have in place. It might be technology that they're using. Right. Um, so I think always asking questions is super important. Yeah. And I think like you mentioned, you know, you don't, you don't, learn everything from those real estate books. You don't learn much. You you feel like you have because you studied. Right. You pass the exam. And you pass right. the exam. Right. But until those you are faced with a real life person and you realize that you're going to help them make one of the biggest decisions of their lives, it right. starts to really weigh on you. Right. Um, and I think a piece um, that is often missed by new agents is building your back support before you actually have a client in place. Because yeah. I think... You know, you go into it and you're like, all right, well, I'm a real estate agent and I'm going to go find my first client. Yeah. And, and then, they talk about, sorry, they talk about lead generating, right? Yeah. Let's lead generate. Call right. your sphere. Call yeah. everybody you know. Yeah. And then once you get somebody, we can go from there. Yeah. But, and, but finding those, those partners, a title rep that will hold your hand through your first contract, your, your lender who will take your call when you're filling out your third party and your mind is spinning and you right. want to do the right thing. So that's a double-edged sword for me. I have issues with it on both sides, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I got out there in the beginning and met a lot of people. And just about every title company out here, I have contacts. I have friends, people that I've gotten to know. Um, and that's, that goes with home warranty. Mm -hmm. It goes with insurance and getting a great insurance, you know, partner yeah. that you can work with you know the list goes on and on inspectors all of those things you have to build that little community and get to know those people but at the same time you have to be out there working yeah. so you get to know them and you're out there enough that you can build some of those relationships and get to know some of those people but at the same time I think that I see a lot of new agents and this is something that comes up a lot on these episodes of this podcast that we've done is that there are agents and, you know, my friend that works for a builder, I think they call them the, the lunch bunch, but look on your Facebook, like go, you can go on your Facebook right now. You all know all of these agents. We probably know some of the same agents yeah. that put all of their time into going to every lunch that every builder does, every lunch that every lender provides, every you know, little continuing education that, you know, some title company might host or mm -hmm. whatever it might be. They go to all of those. Um, you know, we talked about all the trainings that are available with, you know, a broker like, like ours, yeah. right. Or that, that each of us work for and they're fantastic. And it's great that we have this huge training calendar with something every single day. And there's probably three or four things you could go to every single day. But the people that go to those every single day and that they're they're missing the point that they should be out working, working. on their business. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a tip too is time block. 
Yeah, I think oh, yeah, it's very course. important. Yeah. Um, and like you said, yeah, new agents, they're like, yeah, let me meet all these people. And you have to understand the win-win in the situation. Right. Like you said, we can go around and we know different title companies and different, but what do they want? Right. They want your business. Right. But what are they doing for you while you're sending them business? You can't send them business. Right. So I think time blocking and, you know, making your calls in the morning, having that lunch time to either fo- do follow up and then once a week on a Wednesday you'll go and meet with somebody, right? Right. right. And then the afternoon is like your show homes and yeah. do other things. Yeah. Um you know, I like to fill my lunches with, you know, catching up with people that I haven't exactly. seen in a long time. Let's go out to lunch. I haven't seen you in a while. Let's get together. And it, it's it's friends and relationships. We're in a relationship business. Right. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned working your sphere a little while ago and that's kind of you know, I'm not trying to sell any of these people anything. They're just old friends and people that I haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, you just have to stay in front of people yeah. and, and keep in touch with people. And Don't you know, be an undercover agent. That's yeah. that's it. You know, and, or, or an agent that's like, okay, I do real estate now and just blab it all out, you know. Right. And like, like what you said, it's, it's relationship being with your sphere or being with some of your partners. Um, it's understanding that... They know you're there for them. Right. Even if, you know, you see it all the time where one of your friends you knew bought a house with another agent, right? Yeah, that's the worst feeling. Exactly. In the world. <laughs> it is. Um, but being there for them, letting them know, hey, your homestead is coming up, right? Yeah. Let me help you with that. Or yeah. if if I see you have another agent, you're thinking of selling, you know, I can you can get a second opinion on me and I can do a CMA for your house. Right. It's being that friend, mm-hmm. not okay, you didn't use me. I don't want to talk to you. And right. I'm the agent, you know, um, it's building that relationship. So yeah, use your lunches to follow up with people, yeah. have coffee in the mornings, you yeah. know? Um, but time block that, understand that if you're using Wednesday, uh, Wednesdays to follow up with builders, you're going to follow up with builders that right. day. Right. Um, and well that, so that you can boil that down to one, one thing that I think a lot of people miss and it's treat it like a job. It is a job. It yes. is a job. Mm-hmm. It's your livelihood. Get up and go to work every morning. Yes. You know, now it's a crazy job that has tons of flexibility. And I love that. You know, we're going to get done talking. I'm going to go play tennis here in an hour. Right. <laughs> it, that's, that's the, that's the, the thing. The benefit. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, don't, don't lose track of the fact that you're still working and that you still own a business and you still have to run a business. Exactly. You know, don't let that flexibility turn into never going to work. <laughs> you know. And then never getting a paycheck. And then never getting a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to go play tennis, but I'm going to go play tennis at my tennis club where I know people, where I'm talking to people who know I'm a realtor. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it, it's, that's what blows me away when I talk to people that are agents that are new that are like, well, how did you get all those transactions in your first year? How did you do it? When they tell me that not every single person that they know or they've ever met, you know, that there are people out there that they know that aren't aware of what they do for a living. They're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, you're doing it wrong. Everybody. And you don't do it in a way because I've always been put off. You know, I, I was in hospitality for a long time, um, hotels, restaurants, and I was always put off by salespeople. 
you know, because a huge part of my job were all these people coming and trying to sell me whatever the newest product was and Mm -hmm. this and that. And I was always completely put off by that. So now that I've landed in a, a career where my business that I own is, you know, I mean, it's, it's a sales job, you know, and you're kind of selling yourself as the product, the product, yeah, right. I can't go at it that way as though I'm that salesperson that's trying to push some product. But at the same time, you know, people just need to know what you do for a living and just stay in front of them. And, and you don't have to try to sell, sell because it's yeah. a referral business. And if you stay in front of people and they remember who you are and they know who you are and where you are, um, you know, when something comes up and they hear about somebody, they're going to call you. Yeah. And like I said, it's being, it's being that point of contact in real estate, not just to help them buy or sell, but there's so many other things. Use your relationships, right? That lender. Mm -hmm. Um, if like, there's different people that fix credit and they're, and they're not looking to buy or sell, but they're like, Hey, I need, I need help with my credit. credit. I'm trying to get some furniture and I can't, or, you know, so be that person. Hey, I know somebody and it's, it's building that relationship. It's understanding that letting them know that I'm not just here when you're ready to buy or sell, but anything to do with real estate. I'm here. Right. Refinance. I mean, you just have to go to a title company. Well, you talk to a lender, but you can select a title company that you want. There's nothing else involved. But you have those connections. Right. And they can go up to you. Exactly. Knowing contractors when somebody's remodeling their house Mm -hmm. or things like that. Just little things like that when they know you're plugged in to all of the aspects. Right. Makes a big difference. Right. So we were talking about organization. And uh, you had some ideas of how people or some technology that people can use to stay a little bit more organized. What are some of those things? Well, your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's something everybody carries around and. Especially with Keller Williams, we use Dot Loop a lot. I so. Are you a Dot Loop hater? No, oh, no, no. Oh. no. <laughs> I'm I'm the complete opposite of that. So that that's what I was going to say is that um, we use it. Yes. It's the only thing that I've known because that's what I learned in the very beginning. Yeah. So that's all I use. It's all I do. Everything I run from right. a loop. I learned that software inside and out so I could do things with it that I didn't know you could do that. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I used to think, oh, well, that's just something that Keller Williams does. But then if you, if you log into HAR, you can see that you have access to it through HAR as well. So you don't, it's not like you have to pay for this through Keller Williams or whatever. It's something that every single one of us has access Access to. to. And, um, I'm blown away that people don't use it. Yes. I'm like, why would you not? I don't understand how you don't use it because you end up with, or they seem to end up with all these PDFs all over the place and there's stuff here and there. And what is this? And where did that go? And, Oh, uh, I know you sent me this, but can you send it again? Yeah. And that, and it's a scan zero five, four, three. Right. DF. Right. Right. Because they scanned it. That really makes me upset. That, oh, that, it kills me. <laughs> or when the or when the pages are upside down, and then I'm like, uh, how how did this even happen? You have three right side up and one upside down. Well, they obviously didn't look at it. Yeah. Or they don't care enough to look at it. Whatever it might be. Yeah. So dot loop is one that yeah we use it. Yeah. But why doesn't everybody use it? What no one has ever been able to tell me the downside of using dot loop what are they not what are the so what do you hear about 
what do people not like about it? Because I can't figure it out. So the only thing is that we work with all different types, right? Dot right. loops, DocuSign, yeah. zip forms, and and mm-hmm. whatever else is out there. Um, the downside is that Dot Loop allows you to only have one email per client, versus DocuSign. Sarah and I can share an email and sign, right? Which is a little skeptical, but. DocuSign will do it from like an IPA address with you logging into your email and me logging into mine. Right. Or us having access to it. Right. So, but that's the reason why I like Dot Loop though, because yeah, that sounds I like a know, benefit to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I know so, Sarah is the one who's signing. signing it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I would do. If I set up a loop, I would put, you know, I would put myself in there and then I would put each of you in there. Yeah. I don't yeah. see the downside to that. I don't I don't get it because, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I well, know which one of you logged in and which one exactly. of you signed. Yeah. And it's understanding, too, because a, a lot of new agents, especially that get into our office, they're like, how can I send a PDF from this? Like I, I other agents that I'm using don't use .loop. And I'm like, there's, it's super simple. Mm-hmm. When you share that document, there's a little tab at the bottom that says share PDF. Yeah, you just click the little checkbox. Yeah, and then so we get agents all the time like, um, I don't see a PDF. And I'm like, it says attachments, <laughs> you know? It's really understanding, use those, um, those apps or, you know, understand them, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning. Don't just, you know, the broker will show you A, B, and C on how to get a compliance and how to do this, mm-hmm. but dig deeper. Oh, what yeah. does this button do? What happens if I click this button, you know? So for those of you who do use dot loop, or even if you don't just start a loop and name it playground or name it training or whatever. Yeah. And I, I believe it comes with one. It, yeah. It yeah. Comes like when with you, a, when you first sample. start out, yeah. there's a yeah. sample. Yeah. And there's just awesome thing called YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can YouTube everything. Exactly. Um, even Google too. You can ask the longest question ever, you know, how do I add a second person to the third with an email with the same? Right. And Google will find it for you. Right. Um, and once again, it goes back to, don't be afraid to ask those questions. Yeah. Ask if somebody. there's somebody that's been in the office that uses dot loop or right. any other, um, you know, form that you want to use, um, ask them, how, yeah. how do you do this? You yeah. know, how did you get so good at this? Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to ask those questions. So, I mean, I, I took one basic dot loop class and then I got good at it by just playing with it. Yeah. Yeah. You got plenty of downtime. Oh yeah. yeah. Go play yeah. with it and figure it out and learn how to use it. It's uh, yeah, that's one that I don't understand why more people don't use it. So yeah. that's a, a huge suggestion. If you're not using dot loop, use dot loop. Yeah. yeah. I would say that so I have a few agents who started with DocuSign so they just became comfortable with right. it. Uh-huh. Um and having used dot loop and then myself learning how to use DocuSign, I wanted to pull my hair out. It's just, it's not as intuitive as dot loop is. Um, it's not as clean as dot loop is clicking. Yeah. It's like click here, click here, click here to look at the form. And I'm like, what? I mean, I have one loop in my dot loop and there's all the forms, you know? And Um, I've had a couple of agents come to me and say, well, what do you prefer for? And I'm like, Hallelujah. Yeah. We're using dot loop. Thanks Say goodbye asking. to yeah. DocuSign. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my gosh, dot loop is so easy. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So we have a, uh, we have a mutual friend who's a uh, transaction coordinator as well. And I've, uh, I've used her and she didn't come from Keller Williams. She yes. came from Remax. And I think mine 
first transaction she did with me was the first time maybe she had really used dot loop or had the opportunity to use yes. dot loop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of just gave her access. I was like, yeah, go for it. Play around in there. Click around. And she was blown away. That's Mind all she blown. says. Why doesn't everybody what, use yeah, this? Exactly. Anybody that comes to me from now on, this is what we're going to use. This yeah. is unbelievable. Why don't people use this resource? Yeah. Uh, it's not. And, and I think it's funny because I don't know how dot loop markets. I mean, dot loop for Keller Williams, it's like the thing, you know, yeah. like you're in Keller Williams, you use dot loop. Yeah. From the first time you sign on and do paperwork, it's all through dot yeah. loop and you never do anything else. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's re- it's really strange. I get agents all the time too, especially like if I'm sending something and they're like, "What? What is this?" You know, right? Um, and I'm like, "Good question. Let's talk about it." Yeah, let me show you. <laughs> let me show you. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's important to you know. I I say everything is figure outable. Yeah, sit of course there and it figure is. it out. So yeah, I mean, I like the app on my phone. I like it. That's I what like I wanted to talk about. It. Is that we use our phones all the time, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're not fully using our smartphones. You yeah. know. Um, we're using to message and text and use social media. But one thing that I wanted to say is use the calendar uh, on your I, phone. Use the, I, I live, I live by, you know, the, the calendar on my iPhone. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. And even, you know, our family, everything. I mean, I have my business calendar. We have our family calendar. There's your couple calendar. And There's everything is on there. Yeah. And my kids, you know, I tell them, they're like, oh, hey, can you take me here? Oh, can we go do that? Or, oh, I need to go to this birthday party, birthday party or whatever, whenever. Yeah. They know, I'm like, if it's not on my calendar, I'm probably not going to remember and I'm not going to think about it. But you know what? If it's on my calendar, that pretty much means it's set in stone. Yeah. So if it's on my calendar, it's going to happen. It just needs to hit the calendar. And I think using it properly too is that you don't, just enter it in there, right? Color code them. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you can set, especially in, on the Google Calendar, you can set notifications to remind you 15 minutes before. Right. Some people are like, oh, well, what if I'm 30 minutes? I'm in downtown and I need to go to an event. Set it an hour before. Oh, I set mine by drive time. Yes, that's a good that? one. Yeah. You know, like, however long it's to take to get there from where I am right now, I just set it by drive time and it tells me and exactly it sends when you I'm going to have to leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And there's so many other apps that, you know, especially with... Keller Williams, they provide you a Gmail account. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that's integrated in there. I have mm-hmm. agents that they're like, I need to write an addendum and I don't have an Excel or a, a Word document. And I'm like, use your Google. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I have a Word in my Google. And I'm like, yeah. Google Docs, yeah. You have all of those things, you know. Look at those resources already provided for you. And I think some new agents, they get overwhelmed because they're like, well, I have to buy this. I have to get this membership and I right. have to do this and I have to do that. Um, and they're like, I'm already out of money. Like, I, I got to work just to pay for the systems I have. Right. There's so many free systems out there for you to use and utilize for your business. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. What are your some uh, What are some of your other favorites? Trello, for sure. Yeah. Um, we we learned that one when we were on the team, and once again, it wasn't a system build for real estate. Mm-hmm. It's really a task management system, mm-hmm. and so we found out that. Um, you know, you can use it to do your scrapbooking. You can use it to do your fitness and whatnot. Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. Yeah. We made it work for real estate. And that that's what was fun about it, right? So Just, what, did you, what did you do with it? 
So um, we manage our transactions through there. Mm -hmm. We'll add, um, we add you to it and you pretty much follow through. We have our checklist, our process and procedures Mm -hmm. built in there. So you can see every step that we're doing throughout. Um, You know, if we did your green sheet, if we're waiting for a DA, if it was sent to title, um, you know, if we're waiting for a follow up from the lender and not just that people are like, can I just use it for your transactions? Um, and they're like, I'm like, no, use it for yours, you know, follow up with your leads, build a leads board. And that's what it is. It's like a board and then a card. Mm -hmm. So, and within your board, add everybody in that card. And then within there you can write. So it's kind of like a CRM too, right? Yeah. You can write in there, like, you know, talk to this person. They just had a baby, send them a card in a week from now. Um, and once again, there's so many dings and stuff and it's free. Right. That's mm-hmm. the best part. Right. Yeah. Now there's like everything else, there's a premium you can pay for that gives you a little bit more integrates with your emails and different things like that. But there's also an app. Mm-hmm. So if you put your, if you put a reminder or a notification on there, it's going to pull up on your phone. Yeah. And what I like is I call it, it's a live board. Right. If I'm sitting with you and you're trying to figure something out, you can message me from that board and it's going to pop up to my phone. Right. Right away. If Sarah changes something, you know, the sales price changed, I can see it right away that, oh, well, now the house is lower, right? Nice. Um, and once again, free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can't say anything else. Yeah. It's one less thing you're paying for, but it's helping you so much more, you know? Um, put your partners in there and you can share it. And that's the fun thing is that we can have a board together, uh-huh. her and I. I can have a board with you. Right. I can have a board with my title company. Nobody else sees that board. Right. Right. Like I can be talking about Sarah to you and she won't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can do that with your clients. You yeah. know, tell your clients, hey, I use this program called Trello and here's how I'll update you. Right. Yeah. Download the app and different things like that. So I think that's fun. There's another one that we use too that we yeah. just added. Before, before you move on from Trello, uh-huh. I will say that um, that it's we didn't invent that wheel. Yeah. Um, going back to reaching out and talking to somebody who's good at what you want to do or how emulates how you want to be. Right. Um, that came from the Loken group. Exactly. If the Loken team are using it, come on. Yeah. 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 So just, if you see someone doing something well, chances are, you know, they're not going to just hand it over, but they'll, they'll tell you what they're using and, and show you a bit of, how they're using it. I have found in this business that people are more than generous with uh, their time and with sharing their successes and what it took to, to it's, get there and it's what they u- do. It's usually yeah. not yeah. a big secret. Right. Like it's, it's not rocket science. Yeah. It's you're not, not. Yeah. You're yeah. not. I mean, they have the book, the MREA, right? right? And I mean, he teaches you from start to finish how to build your team. Right. He did it. Right. Um, so it's the same thing. It's it's asking for help. It's, yeah. uh, you know, and sometimes you'll find out, you know what, this is too much for me. I can't handle it or I, I prefer this paying one, for something This way else. is not going to work for me. Yeah. I'll find my own way. Or take pieces of something that somebody else has built and make it work for you. That's another thing that I see people in training doing. And, and so when you go through a good training program and you learn let's say you learn 30 or 40 different things that you can do or ways to do them, right? From lead generating to processes and procedures, whatever it might be. You're going to learn all of these things and all of these ways to do it. I see some students, you know, or some some new agents that don't seem to get it. It doesn't click Mm -hmm. 
because they think that they need to do all of them yeah. all the time, mm-hmm. right? And and they what, get overwhelmed. And they're easily overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and then they go to more classes and more classes and they become more and more overwhelmed. And what I, I think that they're missing the point of is find two or three things that work really well for you. Yes. And then do them. You don't have to do all of these things right. all of the time. Um, and, and pick one and stick with it. Yes. And then after you've given it enough time, if it doesn't work for you, then it's time to go back to the well. But yeah, it's, it's sticking with it. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say something that people don't like or will disagree with, but I found that doing open houses for other people, see, I don't like working for free. Right. And yeah. I, it, it's like, it was good that first couple of months maybe that I was an agent and I got to just talk to people about real estate and be comfortable having the conversation. Yes. So in that sense, it does get you in front of enough people that you're just comfortable to talk to and have a conversation and you can kind of just learn the questions that people are going to ask and you kind of learn how to answer them. So it's good practice. Sure. I don't think you can build a career off of doing other people's open houses because, you know, I, I never got a, a ton out of it, you know, a couple of good leads that didn't really go anywhere, but I never really got anything from doing it. And I've probably said this before here, but I've come to this real, I came to this realization at some point where I was doing an open house. It was a Sunday afternoon. It was beautiful outside. My wife and I are there. And you know, the agent who had the listing was at her ranch with her horses, like, you know, having fun. And I, I saw her doing that on Facebook while I was at her open house. And I said to my wife, I was like, you know, if this is that beneficial to her, if this really truly is that beneficial, why isn't she here? Yeah. Right? Like, wh- why does she find some sucker, some <laughs> new agent that's willing to do anything to go to and just business. sit in this house and get her business because, you know, I don't know how many of you guys have done, but you're in there and 90% of the people that come in, you're like, oh, are you working with anybody? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or they're looky-loos. They're a neighbor most, that's stopping by. Yeah. Most are. And, and it's, I think it's rare. Yeah. And it, I think it really it depends be. because, like you said, it didn't work for you. Just However, I don't do it anymore. We know teams that build their business from open houses, sure. from doing open houses for other people. If right? that works for them, then exactly. that's great. But it's understanding to getting to that point. It's like she said, being consistent with it yeah. and understanding that, you know what? I'm better doing events. Let me do events. Well, that's what I partnering. do. Exactly. I do events. Now, on the other hand, for my own listings, I do open houses yeah. and I'm there and I've sold, I think I've sold three from the open house. Nice. So it benefits me to yeah. be there for my own listing. And then another thing that I've seen that kind of makes me a little bit leery about having other people doing open houses for me is I've had buyers go to open houses and they came back to me and said, Oh, I went to this open house. I want to go see this house. Can we go see it this week? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Let's go set it up. And then we get there and we look around and it's all oh, this patio furniture is included. And, you know, it was this like crate and barrel patio furniture that was, you know, five grand, something like that. 
And then they're also throwing in this, and then this comes with the house as well. And then I think we're going to get the the agent at the open house said that we're going to get this too. And then they're going to do this for us before mm-hmm. we buy. And when I spoke to the actual listing agent, she's like, who told you that? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, whoever was doing your open house told my clients all of that. Yeah. So I'm scared of that. Right. Yeah. You know? Once again, it go, goes to your process and procedures, right? If yeah. you're going to do an open house, figure out what to do, yeah. right? If you're going to door knock, what kind of information? Yeah. Study the house the same way it's your listing. Right. Um, you know, what schools are in the neighborhood? What is there around to eat? Um, you know, ask the listing agent, what is staying? Is the fridge washer and dryer yeah. staying? Um, how long do they need to move? Or, you know, do they need a lease back? That's the just in case, just in case something happens. That's, that's doing your job. Exactly. You yeah. don't just say, hey, I want to do an open house from three to six and I'll just sit there. Right. And you have no idea. You're like, well, I know the neighborhood. I've passed it by before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once again, it comes to doing your job and yeah. being a good proficient agent. Well, that doesn't work for me, so I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to do something. Yes, exactly. And it's, you know, and setting that up before, um, setting those processes up and, and understanding exactly how you want to do business. Like I said, you, you do events and that's what I do. your friends know you by, right? Mm-hmm. Other agents that we know do open houses really well and that's what they do mm-hmm. by. Some agents work their sphere really well. Mm-hmm. Some agents has a great referral-based business. Right. Um, you know, and it's just understanding and finding your niche. It's not rocket science, but you, it's your business. You find what you're best at doing. I think that we're all trying to get to that point that we have the great referral business. Yeah. I mean, that's the long-term goal, but that takes a couple of years. Oh, it yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. happen your first year, you know, yeah. but if you have a successful first year and then kind of second year, then you can draw from those clients and their experience, and then that's how your referral business is really going to get rolling. But you don't walk into it with a referral, yeah. you know, great referral business. So. Yeah, it's un- you know, like I said, a lot of agents come in and they see, um, what is that, the TV show where they're like, oh, oh they can sell the million-dollar homes like mm-hmm. that. I can sell million-dollar homes. And I get that a lot from my friends where they're like, oh, you're in real estate? Like, you make a lot of money. I'm like, um, what do you think I'm selling? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, it's understanding. I mean... And some people get afraid through just the schooling process where they're like, there's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's really getting down to, like you said, there's so much freedom and understanding what to do with that freedom. Right. And how you're going to make it work. Right. And, you know, what you're doing right now, you know, say if you're not going to go play tennis and you're doing something, is that benefiting your business? Right. That in the long run is going to benefit your family. Right. Um. So, you know, starting from the bottom and, and just, it takes time. It does. It really does. It does. Well, I know when we started, we were kind of afraid because we're like, well, we're not doing anything, you yeah. know, like how are people going to know about us? Yeah. What are we going to do? But we found our niche. Yeah. Our niche is doing transactions. Yeah. It's working that back end for you. Yeah. And I mean, our business was built from word of mouth. Yeah. It's people, I mean, even the other agent on the other side being like, what do you do? Like. Can you work for me? Right. Um, and you're like, yes, I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> call yeah. me. Please call me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's understanding your niche and it's okay. And, and understanding the market too, because we yeah. got to a point where it's like Christmas in our first year and we're like, what? what's happening? Do people still buy houses? No. Slow down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are, is there still agents around? You right. know, like what is happening? Um, 
and, and getting to that dry season. And, and we took that opportunity and build our social media and build our marketing and, um, you know, met with other people or our goals for this year and different things like that. So take those opportunities, you know, and understand it. Yes. It, it takes some time. It does. It does. It's awesome. Yeah. So we didn't talk about what your fees are per transaction. What do you charge your uh, clients? So our contract to close mm-hmm. is three fifty, Okay. And that's from executed contract all the way through closing day. Yep. And, um, and everything in the middle. And everything in the middle, yes. <laughs> and we don't get paid unless you get paid yep. on a contract to close. Yep. So if it falls out during option period... You don't we get paid. Yeah. Yep. I don't get paid. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then also, you know, if something falls out with lending and there's an out for your buyer or you know, they got too excited and they bought furniture before they could close. Happens. <laughs> yeah. um, th- you know, if it doesn't get to the closing table, five star transactions is not getting yeah. paid either. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we do the listing coordination um, and we do listing coordination for 250. Okay. Um, and that includes. For Keller Williams, really, all of your paperwork, mm-hmm. getting your listing up on MLS, uh-huh. and um, adding descriptions, adding descriptions, and public and remarks, all. and yeah. you know all those fun things you like to. Is that type coordinating in. vendors as well? Like getting your like, if I tell you that I like to use Mel Garrett as my photographer, that's you setting up with your seller. Up your yes, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah exactly. Yeah, if you nice. need um, a stager, you know, and you tell me, hey, here's the kind of things I'm yeah. looking for, and call this person, and you know, we'll communicate. That's what I tell our clients is that we are your partners too. you Mm -hmm. know, tell people, here's my team. Here's my lender. He's part of my team. The title person's part of my team. Right. My transaction coordinators are part of my team. Right. And setting that expectation too of, Hey, we, you, you won't hear a lot from me as your agent. However, my team are always working for you. Right. Um, yeah. So being at our listing coordination, we, Depending upon what the the listing agent wants, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're flexible on our fees. Right. If you want to take something out of it, then we do. Right. Um, but that's that's our all in. Yeah. Awesome. How can people get in touch with you? Well, you can contact me at Andressa at fivestartransactions.com. We also have a website and a Facebook page and all the social media jazz. Yep. And my email is Sarah, no H, at fivestartransactions.com. Awesome. And I'll put links in the notes to the show. Cool. All right. Thank you guys for coming. All right. Thank you so much for having us. That was awesome. Thanks. Yes. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the next episode of the WTRE podcast. And please remember to rate us on iTunes if you like what you heard.